0: all right all right all right once again back from the dead it's meet someone who uh today we have james jimmy uh jim jim
1: answered um, all
0: of those. i'll i'll tell you my the nickname i had for you this past week um <laughs> since you since what we're talking about is someone who's got meet someone who's gotten the snip snip the old snip snip uh you just had a vasectomy. I did. And how old are you?
1: I am thirty three on May twenty third, which
0: is not very far from this Oh, date. it's my birthday coming up too. Yeah. because yeah, 'cause cousins. we're Gemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're Gemini. Yeah. Uh crew. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Um so thirty three. You were did you just have a conversation with yourself like this
1: I don't wanna I don't wanna do this. Like, so it's it's it? strange. Like there was a point in my life where I really wanted kids. Uh-huh. Um I wanted kids at one point, but, yeah. like, I thought that I would have already had them.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you know, the idea was if I was going to have them, I'd probably already have them by the time I turned 30. So. And then, you know, just a couple of other things, like, look at the state of the fucking world. Like, yeah. do I really, is it responsible to bring a kid into this world? If you're a parent right now, I'm not knocking you. This no. This is just yeah, my personal feeling. I mean, um, you can't change
0: the way you feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I kind of have that same feeling, too, when I came to the realization that I don't want to birth a child naturally. Like, I, I came to that decision. Yeah. And I was just like, because if, if we ever had kids, I was just like, it'd either be Hannah's or we'd adopt. Or I don't feel like putting anything else out there well, that's and, already... So there's a, yeah. number of,
1: there's a number of you know factors, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. one, what's the world look like? Right. Two, like, I have a mental illness. Right. Like, and... You know, as you know, yeah, <laughs> um, that's generally something that's hereditary. It's super hereditary. Um, and, you know, I'm finding out that there's people in my family who have, you know, had crippling depression. <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's just something and, that we haven't really noticed till our generation where yeah. it's finally come out and we're taking medicine for it and doing something.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm finding out that it's hereditary as well. Like, I don't want to pass this on to somebody mm-hmm. else. Um, and... You know, there's, there's so many reasons behind it. And I think all of them are pretty valid. Um, you know, I love my girlfriend. Um, she is on, you know, hormonal, um, or was on hormonal birth control. And that stuff sucks, yeah. you know? Like, it does a number on a woman's body. And here I am with the ability to, hey, don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, it, while it is, you know, technically reversible, Yeah. Um, my doctor, my... Uh, You know, urologist that I went to for the procedure basically was like, look, it is technically reversible, but I want you to think of it as something that's irreversible. Yeah. And so that's how I've taken it. I'm like, cool. Still want it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like the, you know, the science behind it, like if I want to have biological kids of my own and I haven't prepped with like frozen sperm or anything Mm -hmm. like that, um, basically it is a $40,000 completely out of pocket surgery. And you are 80% likely to still not be able to reproduce. Really? Um, Yeah, so, but I'm fine with it, you know, like, I knew knew everything about it before, like, my doctor was very candid, very informative, Um, you know, I knew that it's something that I wanted to get done, Um, you know, it...
0: That's such a, it's such a thing, because, like, I feel like women that have made this decision for themselves too and just go about taking like taking because a lot of women don't want to get a full hysterectomy like Mm -hmm. just to not have kids you know what i mean that's such a thing that that fucks with your hormones and fucks with a lot of things about you so for men i feel like it doesn't it doesn't fuck with you like that right like because taking out we're not taking out your balls like we're just it's very it's a lot more simple than that cut the vas deferens yeah
1: carterize stitch them time off like that's basically it yeah. like my i still produce the you know yeah. semen but it's just not viable um right. you know like i haven't noticed any negative side effects at all really? so far um you know the only really negative the the healing time definitely sucked yeah. and you know not not trying to dissuade anybody because honestly still worth it um in the long run you know it, it's pretty painful on the healing like yeah, i um- I normally don't like cold stuff on my balls. Right, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's but not. But I could not have enough cold things on my balls after yeah. uh, after that for probably about a week and a half. That's um, <laughs> funny.
0: Just shriveled up balls. It's just yeah, just like, yeah, oh, just God, like nope, yeah. Keep it is like it needs to be cold. Like I,
1: I'm normally like a. Did it you just know...
0: hurt in the shower? Like oh, so, like the shower was just sitting down for the shower. The... No, you didn't want to
1: sitting down hurt. Like yeah, I wanted to lay down, yeah. but sitting down like one I had to do it very carefully yeah. um like I'm normally like I I normally go commando I'm not an underwear type of guy yeah, okay, um I think, yeah. but I wore you know boxers boxer briefs like for 2 weeks straight yeah. like just to keep everything together, you know, yeah. together and you know tight to have as little movement as possible um, I
0: I got all those uh, gay underwear stores on the strip and they just have like ball cup ones, like <laughs> just cup your balls for you. It's just like these aren't going anywhere. Like love that, love that. Yeah, okay. that's. I mean,
1: it, it was definitely so, so keep
0: your balls close.
1: That yeah, keep them close, keep them iced. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a big pain pill person. Um, they gave me some low grade painkill painkillers, and I definitely took those because who it is.
0: Is it like getting punched in the balls, like no, no it's, it's
1: it's it's worse than that. Um, and you know, like the thing is, during the during the procedure, I didn't really care. Um, you know, like you have two options because it's a uh, it's an in, it's a outpatient done at the you know uh, done at the yeah. clinic that that you you know went to. Um, so I went there, and um, you know the two options for. Like not because you have to have something to keep you from not caring that your nuts are getting you know snipped up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, The choices were a Valium or laughing gas. I'm like, I don't think laughing gas could possibly do enough to make me not care about that. Right. So he's like, cool. Get you a Valium. So he prescribed me a Valium. I'd never taken one of those before, by the way. Um, And I took it, you know, about 30 minutes before my surgery. And, you know, like...
0: They numbed it and stuff, though, right? Oh, like, it's,
1: it's, they, yeah, definitely local anesthetic. And the doctor told me, like, look, if you feel pain, like, sharp pain, let me know. But if you're going to feel pressure, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. If you feel pain, let me know. And there were only, like, two times that I felt actual pain during the procedure. And I'm like, whoa, no, 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 no. More, yeah, and more. Like, more know, down there. That, yeah. I don't want any... Um, I don't want to feel any of this. But um, <laughs> for the most part, like, Valium's a hell of a drug. I didn't care about anything. Really? Like, I was just like... Cool. Like, I know what's happening. I can feel, like, the pressure. I can feel him pulling, like, my vas deferens out of my scrotum and, like, you know, moving them around yeah. and stuff. Um, and then, like, so the way that they, hap- they they do it, like, they basically puncture, like, a little hook, like, a bladed hook thing in there.
0: Really? Grab
1: the vas deferens and pull them out of your scrotum. So it's actually outside of your scrotum. Huh. Um, and then snip them, cauterize them. Okay. Put a little stitch tie him off and then put him back in. Okay. Uh, it's called an inc- I had an incisionless one. So there's like bare, like my scrotum looks pretty much the same now. Uh, okay. Um but uh yeah they um weird part again, I'm on Valium. Don't care about anything. Like I can smell like he's you know, he uh, has to carterize like the vast deference. <laughs> I can smell that. <laughs> and i'm like that's fucking weird i know what that is i don't care yeah. like i i could have looked um, down and seen it but i didn't i'm like no i don't think there's any amount of drugs that could make me okay yeah with like, seeing, seeing that, that like, it's
0: a mess down there yeah um, <laughs> like that episode of it's always sunny where it's just like oh dennis got his uh <laughs> dennis got his dick blown off by the <laughs> gag yeah it looks like chicken chicken soup down there <laughs> Bit dick, it's all mangled Bit- no, he is, he snapped at it, but he didn't quite get it. <laughs> he didn't get it all the way. Uh, he was almost in me all the way, but I don't know. Um, uh, for the for the listeners, we fucking love. It's, it's always, always sunny. sunny yeah, it's a show that I've even gotten Talia to reference lately. Like, she makes all the. She loves D. And Dee's just the funniest one, so it's just like. I mean, I,
1: outside of you, I have two friends that are into it, and then my mom, and my little brother. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. nobody else. Like, and I tried to show to so... some people, and they got like utterly offended. By oh, it. I'm I I'm like, know. okay, you so can... here's the thing, though. Yeah,
0: you have to choose you... your audience right with well, that one. That, and you also have to know
1: if you're watching this. Like these, they're not trying to glorify being shitty people. They want no. you to know that being shitty, like. Like the the gang That's, doesn't end up on top ever, ever, ever. You know, always <laughs> it's because on Because they're shitty people. are <laughs> always on bottom. Um. So yeah, no, like it. It was it was an experience. Um. You know, my girlfriend uh helped get me home. Uh. You know, I was still on the Valium. Took some of the pain meds. Um. You know, basically.
0: Could you not like feel your balls for hours, or did it go? Oh, minute, like... I
1: mean no. Like I, I, so like I took the pain meds before the numbing wore off and then had my ice like put the underwear on had the ice on and just you know tried to take it as easy as possible i think a
0: lot of guys are pussies because they they would just hear this and be like i'm never doing that you know what i mean like and here's the thing here's the thing they wouldn't do it if it wasn't and and here's the thing that gets me
1: like some guys associate their ability their their masculinity with the ability to procreate and here's my that thing. That or just,
0: like, what's the point of your, like, you know, jizz then? Like, why it's, do you need your jizz to have a point? Well, I mean, it's my- still,
1: <laughs> like, it's still fun for the sex stuff, yeah, you know? No, like, it's, it's just, still, like, now hey, you finished. don't have the anxiety of, like, hey, am I creating a human that I have to care for? Yeah,
0: just fuck that. <laughs> or,
1: no. you know, like, it. there's no issue on it. Like, I, I had a couple of guys, like, question like masculinity. I'm like, dude, if your ability to procreate is is that ingraining your masculinity? You've got some issues you need to work through. <laughs> like, go to therapy. Go to therapy. <laughs> go
0: to talk therapy. Yeah. Easy.
1: Go to some. Go to therapy. Like, get get your shit under control. Stop being toxic. Like, you make all of us look bad. <laughs> oh
0: man. Well, the the funny thing that I wanted to tell you was when um I don't talk to I haven't talked to Carson forever, but uh, I was asking somebody about you or talking about you in some way, and I referred to you as ball snip. <laughs> Like you know, ball snip. Because uh, <laughs> I'm talking going to hand out <laughs> Come on, we're trying to do this podcast. Because <laughs> I just fucking love nicknames, and that just came to me. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, but, like, that's lol. the thing.
1: I'm the only. Per- I'm the only guy my age. Yeah. That I know. Well, no, I take that back. I know a few of them. But, like, that live locally and that I hang out with regularly, I'm the only one that I know that's done it. Yeah. Um, You're the only
0: guy I've ever heard of doing that, too. Like, I mean, I don't know a lot of people in their 30s, but... um, for God, that makes me feel so fucking old. For for someone who... (laughs) (laughs) I don't. No, I know a couple people in their 30s. But it it goes... It's weird, because my age of friends go from, like, 19 to 60. Like, my friend from the clink, Susan, Shouts out, Susan... Where are you? <laughs> Please call me. <laughs> I haven't heard from you in a long time. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's just the mid range. I always feel like the people that are 30 are like think I'm stupid or something. Like I don't know, like think like I'll just hate younger people. Like, no, I just I'm just thinking so, that
1: and I so I've noticed that. Um, you know, like and I think that's part of the trap that a lot of generations fall into, which is you know, like, oh, the younger generations are fucked up. I'm like, dude, we got to get past that shit. Like, you
0: got to. Like, like that's why the, I love, like, younger people. Like, they're just, I'm just like, I'm trying to learn your lingo. Like, I'm trying to be in it. Like, for let's real. Do this. like we're all a
1: family. Like, I'm super stoked about most, especially young guys. Like, young guys are, and, you know, like, some of the older people are like, oh, that woke bullshit. I'm like, fuck that, man. Like, you've got guys who are okay with admitting that they need to go to therapy. They need to address their mental yeah, issues. Yeah, that's
0: the new age and, of man, yeah, I believe. And, and they have you know, to take over. of it. And older it's so the only know, reason like, i'm sad you're not procreating because like, <laughs> your son would be awesome well you know that's the thing like you know like, doesn't mean you still can't have kids my, there's so and many other exactly. ways exactly yeah, my girlfriend like,
1: and i talked about it like we're both pretty sure we don't want kids like yeah. we're animal people yeah i got you <laughs> um, but if we ever do like we can adopt you know can there's adopt. a lot of kids that need that need homes and you know, my thought on it is, you know, adopting an older kid, like a preteen teenager. Right, like the those one the that just, like,
0: is in the system forever. Yeah, and, like, yeah. they
1: feel like their parents don't want them, and they feel like people don't want them, and that's bullshit. You know, yeah. nobody should have to feel unwanted. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'd probably do. If we wanted to procreate, that's, you know, or if we wanted to have children, a that's fam- what we would A family, quote-unquote yeah. family, whatever. But that's you know, the family, me. Yeah. Hannah
0: and Millie, family, like... <laughs> I've you know, got a family is. at home like yeah. I've got
1: you know three giant dogs which my dogs being giant and after I had them a oh, all three of their god. tails are ball height
0: yeah um, yeah
1: so my dogs my dad yeah my dogs uh um unintentionally hurt me quite a few times on the recovery uh, and they, they were so concerned like you know I'd be on the ground and they'd be like oh my god what's wrong I'm like you did
0: this you did this assholes <laughs> <laughs> they didn't oh, mean man. to right. they're so sweet <laughs> they're like so sweet. god that's what she's she's like i love big dogs because you can just like pat them real hard and just love on them real hard and millie you just have to be like <laughs> just pickles, my, my, to- my,
1: my baby who's not a baby like she's gigantic um pickles <laughs> yeah uh miss pickles queen of barkness is her entire name <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man but uh she um she loves to be like Rough padded, like oh, slap yeah, her head, like, slap the mm-hmm. side. She's like, yes, keep doing that. Right, just love it. And I'm like, if you were a person, like you'd probably be into the freaky stuff. Yeah. Like-
0: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even know the half of it. These dogs, I swear to God. <laughs> do you watch Me in 911? Yeah, you do. Back when it was airing, because yeah. I'm that fucking old. <laughs> It's on um, HBO Max now, so they like uh, redid it and it, like looks really good. But... I
1: uh I haven't seen any of the new one, but like uh, I've, I have I've watched you know I watched it while it was airing, and then like I I remember the day that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia aired. And, like my mom and my mom and I had been seeing like commercials for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're like, wow, that looks really funny. Which should tell you about my mom's sense of humor. Um, you God, know, it's we're, funny like,
0: because like the first season's just so not. Like, compared to the rest of it. No, like, it was still it, hilarious. No, it was hilarious for, like, the $200 they had to make the yeah, show. Super yeah, super low budget. Like, yeah. you can see the
1: difference between first and second as far as oh, production. Yeah. And then huge and third. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, like, they you know, they were able to do that with no money, and it was still hilarious. Oh, yeah. And, no. uh, <laughs> God, I love that show. Yeah. I remember watching, like, the day it aired. Like, it's insane.
0: 2006. Yeah. Yeah, 2005, 2006. I was ten or eleven, which I probably should have been on it because I was watching the fucking Office. Like that's what was going on in two thousand. Like just the age of television was two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Like Jesus, I was Grey's Anatomy. In high school. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Jesus. Thirty Rock. Oh
1: great! Yeah, another one that I feel—I feel like that one gets lost in the shuffle. It does because like, nobody
0: ever like remembers it. I'm just like, no, this was the show. Like this was Kenneth so fucking Ellen funny. Ellen <laughs> <sighs> so funny. Shouts out to Talia and uh, her love of Thirty Rock. She watches that <laughs> show all the time still. um Oh, so okay. This says this whole episode does not have to be about your balls. Um, <laughs> as much as I'd love it. To be all about your balls. I mean, I'd like to
1: think that I'm more interesting than, than just, just my balls. balls. Yeah, just um, the balls. You know, I got uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, I
0: justtheballs.com has been taken. So I
1: kind of <laughs> like that. I'm sure it has. I'm sure. And I wonder
0: how much it's going for. I need to look that up later. Look, I, I buy so many websites now just because I'm like, the, I trade them. Like, you can sell them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, so every time I think of a good website, I like look and see how much it's worth. Um and i really want it so now that i like type in geo on like my website it goes straight to GoDaddy, not google anymore that's how <laughs> much I, that's how much i buy i think of websites and like buy so many websites <laughs> but um uh what was i gonna say um but yeah so how how has this gone from uh, it went for you you told me you had the idea and then your doctor told you about it and then whatever blah blah, blah. but how does this fit into your you said your girlfriend did, was it a conversation with her? Like,
1: well, yeah, we we've been talking about it, you know, like, um, you know, she she we we'd both talked about like, you know, um, where we wanted to go, like, and it, it's strange, like, my girlfriend and I, like, we have known each other and been in, like, we we've, we've known each other for nine years, like, we started dating nine and a half years ago, <sighs> mm. and. Then you know we that were that was young. another story that yes. I wanted to get and into, and it kind know. of it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, so you know, she like we we were really young when we started dating, relatively speaking, mm. you know, um, and always knew I was madly in love with this girl. Like she, we just clicked, and you know, like I've it wasn't amazing, but I had a bunch of stuff that I had not taken care of mentally, and yeah. you know, like stemming from you know, like me. Having, you know, like the trauma of losing, you know, my dad, like in my late teens, like after we had a really strong relationship. So instead of dealing with that, like how normal people should deal with major trauma of losing a close loved one, which is go to therapy, people. There's nothing wrong with it. Go to therapy. You're going to need it. You don't think you will. You're going to need it. You're
0: going to need it. That's it. Um,
1: so instead of dealing with it head on, I, you know, I basically did it the way that my 80 a d h d brain told me to which was find something else to not make to make you not think about mm-hmm. the pain that you're dealing with on that yeah. you know um you know rationalized it by thinking I had to be a good example for my younger siblings and the oldest of a lot <laughs> um you know um so I rationalized that i never took care of myself um you know i ended up having um you know like body image issues just total image issues due to the depression um and you know i'm here i am with this you know amazing girl um and like when people say like you can't love someone else until you love yourself like that's very true mm-hmm. yeah. um you know if you if you hate yourself um and if you're depressed and like at least for me you know i internalized a lot of my depression i felt like i was the thing that was wrong with everything mm-hmm. um and uh that you know affected everything so i would look for validation everywhere even though i'm in this relationship with this amazing with this amazing girl you know i was
0: what's the joke like what's no joke Um, like like what's the joke yeah so i
1: was out like you know like i I was looking you know like i was sexting and stuff which terrible like you know especially when you're with somebody and you're Mm -hmm. committed no excuses abhorrent behavior but you know had i taken care of the issues at the source earlier that probably mm. would not have happened
0: because it, it, it goes into, into wanting to do those kind of things. Like, cause it's yeah, just like you look for validation, if, yeah. even
1: though you're with somebody who you love, yeah. like, you know, you feel like you're just like, I felt like I was unattractive. I felt like, you know, I, like I wasn't doing good at anything, like just all kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, ended up hurting her. Um, and so, you know, we, we had a clean break. um, and, you know, we didn't talk to each other for a good two and a half years. And I never stopped talking. I never stopped thinking about her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was also depressed. So I went through a, and I was depressed even more so because I, I know I did damage, mm-hmm. you know. And so I went on, in true depressive fashion, went on like a self-destructive streak. Um, you know, smoking, um, well, like I wasn't, a- I wasn't a smoker before. Smoking, you know, cigarettes all the time, doing drugs, you um, you know drinking doing basically anything that i could do to not think about that mm-hmm. and not deal with you know my own issues and um it didn't work it never you does know. <laughs> De- no it never does like never you does. know it works yeah. therapy um, but uh about it. yeah um i uh you know i went and um you know just i tried to live my life like I went through my hoe phase, you know, during that time, and it's fun, you fun. know, had a lot of fun, um, um, but, it, you, you know, here's the thing, like, you, you start looking for validation that way, and the sex is pretty fun, you know, you're having a good time, but, like, it's, it, it's it, just, it never get, you never get what you really want out of it. You never
0: get what you came for, which is, which is, like, okay, I get it, it's just sex, but even, like, before Hannah and I had that phase, too, I was just, like, doing it and doing it, and then, like finally I'd like wake up in bed next to some random girl and then just be like, I, I just want to lean over and say like, I love you or something. And I can't like, <laughs> I can't, I don't love you. Like it's not what <laughs> is going on right now. Why do I love you so much? So
1: Lydia and I started talking again after she got out of the relationship. So she got in a relationship like right after she wasn't intending to, it was meant to be a rebound, mm-hmm. ended up in an accidental relationship for basically the whole time we were apart. Yeah. Um, and um so we started talking again um after she got out of that and um you know it started off as just like friends with benefits we never had bad sex you know mm-hmm. which was awesome so like i knew we were gonna have good sex i knew that we got along um so we started you know getting back and just you know being around each other and it, it kind of worked like the idea at first was that we were gonna be friends with emotional benefits because i already knew i love this girl you know she yeah. knew that you know she knew she loved me, vice versa. You know, we had that. So like I my thing is I didn't like cuddling with like these, you know, like ass, ran, yeah. yeah, like I that's not my thing. Like I'm normally not a cuddler. One, because I my body is like I'm a human furnace. Oh me. Too. So me, like me too. I get it. one, I just don't generally like cuddling. I'm just like, oh fuck, no, you're gonna kill me. Yeah, <laughs> like this I'm gonna, gonna, this burn. Is gonna suck, yeah. I'm gonna spontaneously combust if you get any yeah. closer. Um which has always worked with Libby because she's naturally cold. So like she's the only person I've been able to cuddle with comfortably, like, mm. for the whole night. Um and on top of that, I've always I've always actually wanted to. Mm. Um and um That's so you, know, so sweet. It's, yeah, you can't even started... cuddle
0: with the hose. <laughs> Can't even cuddle with that. That's real though. You're well, right.
1: Like, like I, I never cuddled with the. Husband. I had a couple of friends with benefits that you know, like we would hang out, but it wasn't cuddling. Like one of my friends, um, you know, like we were friends with benefits for a long time. She's in an awesome relationship now, but like we would just hang out and like, like watch anime or talk about like cryptozoology, and then bang again. <laughs> like, yeah, like just... you know, but it was never cuddling. It was always it was literally just like the friendship associated with it. So that's like initially what. You know, because Libby wanted to go on her hoe face. She needed it. I'm like, you do you. Like, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm I'm not a, you know, uh, I'm not a naturally, like, jealous, possessive yeah. person. That That's not me. Um, I am dealing, you know, I've dealt with some of these emotions recently as Libby and I have gotten more serious again. Um, mm-hmm. Which has been a struggle in and of itself because I feel like that's not my nature. But going through therapy, you have to admit that, you know... All feelings are valid to a certain extent. Yeah, You know, not the feelings of, you know, these crippling depression, like, I'm not good enough for anything. That's bullshit that your brain's trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, I can't put out the idea of jealousy completely because it is a natural human emotion. Yeah. And it tends to go with you having strong emotions for somebody else. Um, and even then, I'm still, you know, not a jealous person. But, you know, I'm, I'm like, you do do that you know tell me about it
0: <laughs> like, right? like come back, come back home and ride yeah by yeah it. yeah
1: um so you know that that worked um and uh you know she was doing her thing like we we weren't together like you know like we were like you know this is just emotional friends with benefits you know like i'll come over cuddle you know i'll come watch rex the dog that i got her years ago who's an awesome sweet old dog now um you know so like that was that was kind of how we where we were at at that point and um you know so she started dating and there was this one guy who I just I don't know why but I just got the feeling that like she was going to date him long term yeah. and I'm not the kind of person who's all like you know no me like that's yeah. that's not me but I am you know at this point I was already working on my mental health and I'm like hey I need to let you know like I just need to speak my truth on this like yeah. I have to let you know, just in case, you know, you do get with this, just so you know ahead of time. I'm not going to break bring this up later, but I love you. Never stop loving you. Like, in my mind, you're it for me. And I just, like, I don't want that to affect how you're doing things. Like, yeah. you need to do what's right for you. But I need you to know that. Like, just in case you decide you want to be with somebody else on the road, just so I know that I told you. And, you know, if it if you didn't want to go with it, we would know, you know, but, uh, she felt the same way. Uh, we were still, you know, like, she was still not ready to be, you know, official in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, that's fine. You take whatever time you need. I can do that. But, you know, um, it's like, we've been working, we've been working up and towards it. We both know, like, I know that this is a woman I'm going to marry. Um, you know, like we are planning long term. um, Which led to, you know, the talk of the vasectomy, like, you know, as like, I think it was like a week or two after that conversation, um, where she basically is like, cool, I'll let, you know, him know that I'm emotionally unavailable, you know, physically open, same, you know, um, which that's, that's all good and fun, but, um, you know, emotionally unavailable and not in the way that, you know, somebody who's still hung up on an ex type of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, she's like, you know, I wanted to talk to you about something and i'm like okay i thought this was gonna be like the end she's like i don't want to have kids and i'm like cool like i don't either anymore like i i thought that if i was going to have them i would have had them already yeah you know like and i can't this is peak fucking trumpism which is still going on yeah um but you know peak Trumpism, I'm like, I don't want to bring a fucking kid into this. Yeah. Like, not to mention all of this shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, um as I said all of that right before there, I was, you know, pointing to my head. Yeah, you know, so this is a podcast. It's not a, you know visual a, medium. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Not
0: yet. But um we might get there, I don't know. Yeah, I uh but you never want to pass that kind of stuff on and it's as much as you hate to think it like i'm just like okay just because i take my meds and i go to therapy and i do all these things it's like it's never going to not come up while yeah it's I'm a always there it's not, it's not going to it's not going to not affect my parenting at least a little bit you know what i mean like yeah there's just no way to completely axe that out. Like, oh, the kid can't. You're gonna live with it. Like, yeah. there's no way. Like, you're I got have MDD. You know, yeah, like least, that's that's yeah.
1: that's something that stays. It's not something that you mm-hmm. can get rid of. Like, and yeah. that's cool. I understand that. Libby understands that. Mm-hmm. But one, you know, I could pass this on. Yeah. You know, genetically to a child. Um, that would suck. Not to mention the fact that, you know, like even now, I'm medicated. I'm going to therapy. You still have lows. Have I been to the point where I, you know, like was attempting suicide again? No. no. And I that's the main goal is to not be there. But I don't know what the future holds. Right. And I don't ever wanna have that be something that, you know, comes up. Like, you know, how do you it's it's hard enough to explain, you know, your Depression and your mental illness to adults. <laughs> I know. You know, like oh if God. you have a kid, like they don't, they're not gonna understand it. It's hard enough for my. They're like,
0: gonna think you, they don't you don't love them. Yeah, like like, like
1: when my when I'm in like when I was at my lowest, like I didn't even want to love on my dogs. Which anyone who knows me, like I fucking love my dogs. Mm-hmm. Like they are everything. Yeah. And um, you know, I didn't like I didn't like I wouldn't do that. And like I know it was affecting them negatively. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I would just roll over in bed when they'd come over. Mm-hmm. You know, to me. But um, yeah, like they, um, you know, like they—they they aren't gonna understand that. Just like you know, kids won't.
0: Okay, serious stuff. Serious stuff. I mean, yeah, life's I serious, though, man. It is. Um, you it's know, so it's, serious, but then it's like—and
1: <sighs> that's that's one of the things I'm really big on now—is just talking, especially about yeah. like a mental illness. Like, there's such a stigma. Yeah. On having a mental illness a mental health condition in a more inclusive term um right. but uh you know
0: i know they, they still refer to um, at jps they still refer to me as a MHMR patient which is mental health and mental retardation which is i can't believe they still use yeah that as a, <laughs> as a yeah. term yeah stuff like bipolar and you know schizophrenia and stuff like that and um, God, I wouldn't wish MDD. I wouldn't wish anything on anybody because I know the low points of. I think the difference between MDD is just that, like with it's, I can go up and down. Like I can have really, really good times too. Um, not no, the case. Not the case with MDD <laughs> at all. That's what they thought I had when I was younger because those were the only signs that signs I was showing of bipolar mm-hmm. was depressive episodes and staying in bed and not wanting to do anything and trying to clear yourself and done that like three times so like only the one but i mean like if
1: my roommate like like you know trigger warning and talk about openly about a suicide suicide attempt attempt, um, yeah i need to start but um you know like and that's the thing like um it sucks you know for people to do it because they if you if you have a suicide attempt a lot of people who are you know neurotypical, um, or at least covering as neurotypical are going to mm. think that, you know, you're doing it as a way to get attention, which is bullshit. Um, I wanted
0: no want to know attention whatsoever. Exactly. Like my funny.
1: idea was to just, I, I didn't pre-plan this. Um, I kind of knew within like the, within a few hours before I was going to attempt that I was going to attempt. Um, and my roommate was leaving, um, to go, I forgot where she was going. Um, I think go hang out with some of her friends. And luckily she forgot something at home. So she was gone for about 10 minutes, which gave me enough time to get my gun out, get it loaded, um, and then, you know, sit down. I put my dogs out of my room, which was the first sign that she knew something was up because my puppy, Pickles, usually stays in the room with me because she can't be trusted um, mm-hmm. out without being supervised. Um, but uh, my roommate comes home and I like she heard me, you know, like... Uh, chamber around, which you know she so she like ran in and saw me with the gun in my mouth about to pull the trigger. She freaked out and screamed. I didn't really see her until she screamed, and then like it kind of jarred me, and I you know put the gun like down, like you know put the hammer back. Um, instantly, I like I was afraid, like because I knew that like had she not shown up, like I would have done it. Yeah. Like it, I was, it you know.
0: Do you believe in stuff like that, though? Like, the universe telling you, like, it's not your time? Like, her coming home?
1: I mean, I'd like to think. I'd like um, to think. I you know, would, like, I, had, it could have just been luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, and the first thing, like, I was terrified that I'd, like, I'd done that. Because, like, I was kind of, you know.
0: Well, you don't really, it's kind of, like, surreal right Exactly. And
1: in, in the moment, like, it's as, so like, surreal. you're about to do it, you're, like, you know, like, it was, it was, it was in, like, a weird, like, hazy zen type of thing and you know like like this is gonna happen and in my mind because i was you know massively depressed and this is why i'm trying to normalize people talking about this because Mm. i was massively depressed and in my depression if i told anyone that i cared about about this was just adding another burden which Mm. i already felt like i was and if you're listening to this and you feel that way you're not a burden Especially not the people who love you, like
0: you not telling them something. That's that's yeah. the burden because they that's know the something's and up. And
1: that's the thing, like they may suspect something's up, but you know, like most of the time, they're probably not going to ask. Um, that's it's your job to tell people because if you need help, you know that you need help. Mm-hmm. Like the week leading up to you know that I knew that I needed help. Like my like my job offers pretty, you know, extensive mental health stuff, like, you know, 24 hour counseling, you know, over Mm -hmm. the phone, I picked up the phone to dial that number like six times that week and put it down Mm -hmm. because just that stigma associated with, you know, mental health. And, you know, so I didn't get that help. And, you know, that's just one of those things like people are constantly, you know, stigmatized on that. Like, it's not a bad thing. Like it doesn't make you less in the case of me being a guy it doesn't make me less masculine yeah in fact i think that you know if anything it shows you know more strength more resolve because it's a hard subject to talk about it's not comfortable it's
0: a subject that most guys wouldn't even kind of talk about like they wouldn't even think that oh well that they probably just think like that doesn't happen to men we're too strong And we're that's, too that's this, why or the that. shitty
1: statistic like you know it's a shitty statistic but it's a true statistic you know more women attempt suicide more men succeed at it yeah like, it's, and that's, like, not, and there there's, if you're attempting it either way, men or women, no matter how you're doing it, you're attempting it, and, you know, that's a thing. Typically, though, men go more balls to the wall. <laughs> um, you're not going well, to walk away from this type of thing.
0: Yeah, because I think the more, well, because for me, <laughs> mine was going to the gun range and paying for a lane. And them telling me that I needed eyes and ears because they're not, it's Corona time. This was last June. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Corona time. Uh, you need your own head, headphones and, you know, ear, eye stuff. So I was like, fuck. So I go to Walmart and then I come back and then they're like closed or they're 10 minutes from closing and like something's wrong. Like I can't do it anymore. And then my grandma calls me at like 930 and she's usually asleep at like 8 she's like, hey, something wrong, like, I feel like something's wrong, and I was like, oh my god, I just burst into tears, and I was like, that, this can't be happening, like, I bought the eyes and ears, bro, like, I I really did, I went to Walmart, and I came back, like, and they were closed, and I was like, like, it's it just sucks, like, I don't know, um, the, as soon as that happened, I, like, I've known, (laughs) I've been in the clink, <laughs> the, the mental facility. I've been there. A week like, after mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been there, and I, I went right after that. Um, uh, I went right after that, and there was another time with my sleeping pills and stuff like that. Went right after that, too. But it's always just this last time that I went to the clink, it was for partial hospitalization instead of inpatient. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time that I've not attempted suicide but admitted I needed help at the same time. So that was a big step. That's a huge step. That's a big step because now I had the choice. Do you want to go inpatient? Do you think it's that severe? Or do you just want to go every day there instead of work? And I'm like, I think I just want to go there instead of work. Like, let's see if that's it. And then I did that for two months. It was great. Talk therapy, group therapy, individual sessions, um, meeting new people, talking. Eli, shouts out to Eli. Shouts out to Michaela. <laughs> They've been on my podcast before. Yeah. Uh,
1: specifically on the men's side of things like toxic toxic masculinity is a thing because the culture for men has been don't admit that you have feelings you know tough yeah Yeah. be tough don't you know don't show weakness in any you know form or fashion and you know that breeds that like so instead of you know tackling these very real feelings you push them down it fucks you up even more and Mm -hmm. you know there's there's no excuse for you know men on a whole being shitty um yeah
0: but i mean i get it though when like a guy like punches a wall i'm just like this because you've been mad for three weeks at something like you know what i mean like just talk say something about it I, like, don't, and that's the
1: thing like don't punch the wall I, i've come it. a long way um you know i used to be a very violent angry person young really? person um you know channeled it through you know sports um you know but i i honestly, even now, if the prospect of a a fight is coming up, like, I might get in a fight, I get a little, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Like, I'm not going to instigate this, but (laughs) I'm not gonna try and cool this down either. Um, But, uh, you know, like, I'm not that kind of person anymore. And I think a lot of that was that, you know, I internalized that into the depression, just folded Mm -hmm. that into it. Um, But, you know, now, like, Again, therapy, being medicated, like there's no shame in the med game. You can't fight brain chemistry. Can't, you know, like can't, well, you, you know, like lose every time. Every time. Like, and I tried. Like I tried the whole mind over matter bullshit and like I've had people say, like, oh, it's all in your head. And, like, yeah, my head's what caused me to pick my gun up and have yeah. it in my mouth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it could definitely kill you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You know,
1: like it That's I, so
0: real though. Like you can't I I've tried to go uh what do they call it when it's no meds not commando cold turkey <laughs> cold turkey. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're commando going commando my in my brain <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but yeah i've tried that a couple different times and there's just no fucking way around it like, there's just not no there's not
1: I, and the, you know they're again the younger generation mm. you know like people are you know, people in my in my generation are already starting to bash them. I'm like, nah, fuck that. We got this shit from our parents, from Gen X. And, mm. you know, like... The people, yeah, the boomers, all that shit. We got all of that. And, you know, the boomers convinced our parents that we were the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, when in reality, out of all of those generations, the boomers were the only ones who were really the problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ones in real power for a second. Yeah. Like,
1: their parents were the ones who fought in wars against nazis and now they're like hey nazis come on let's do this
0: like (laughs) oh man but uh well jimmy it has been an honor and a pleasure having this second redo episode with you
1: yeah i think you've got plenty now to Uh, (laughs) make a full episode i think so
0: that was a great episode (laughs) uh anybody you want to thank anybody you want to say hi to um
1: i mean shout out to you know carissa for shout out <laughs> because i wouldn't know you yeah new awesome friend um Shouts but yeah. out to
0: carissa we miss you i miss you yep. it's been a minute um well great it's been lovely talking to you we're wrapping in at about 45, 45 minutes um well, thank everybody for listening and we'll be back hopefully a lot more shortly than the last episode than the last gap between the last <laughs> couple episodes um all righty later